Well, hey there. Welcome to another Real WW Talk, the podcast of three diverse friends, Candace, Aaron, and Ricky, who are following the WW, formerly Weight Watchers, plan. I'm the Aaron part of the trio. Each week, we talk about our health journey on WW, what we've learned, what we struggled with, and what our goals are for the coming week. There's no hiding, no trying to make ourselves better than we are. It's just real talk because we can't change if we aren't willing to be real about what needs to change. On today's Real WW Talk, we are breaking down the numbers of WW, how much we've personally spent over the years working on our health, and that number may shock you. Plus, we also break down the potential number of days on plan and off plan. It is eye-opening. Are you ready? Let's talk. Well, hello there. Welcome to Real WW Talk. I'm Erin. I'm Candice. And I'm Ricky. We are so glad you're here. Thanks for letting us uh, parachute into your world. I'm so glad that we get to do WW together. We are three friends who met in the meeting group. Each week we gather to talk about what our week was like on WW. And so Candace is the keeper, the keeper of the schedule and whose turn it is to go first. Who is it, Candace, this week? It is Radiantly Ricky. <laughs> All right. Um, I had a good week last week. I I was down a few pounds. Um, so I was really excited to see that number on the scale. I think I got a little scared by a number and that motivated me to um, to get it going in the other direction rapidly. <laughs> not, not in an unsafe way, but just like, what can I control? Yeah. Um, so ate at home a lot more, focused on less snacking um, and getting back to activity. Because it seems like there's some weeks where I'm doing something every day and some weeks where I'm a little lazier. So yeah, it was, it was a very good week. How and you, you kind of got back on track like in the middle of the week, didn't you? Like it wasn't yeah. like you started it off gung-ho. I remember exactly. you mentioning that. Yeah, I think I stepped on the scale. I don't remember if it was Tuesday or Wednesday. And it was just kind of like, okay, what am I going to do? I don't have to, you know, uh, as Heather, one of our former leaders used to say, I don't have to throw myself down the rest of the stairs just because I fell down a couple of them. <laughs> like it, it just yep. doesn't make sense um, when you say it that way, but we do it so many times. So it was nice to to see that result. That's amazing, especially because you picked it up in the middle of the week. That's the thing is you can restart any point, anytime you don't need the weekend to do it. And you, exactly. you did bravo. That's Thank awesome. You. You're creating that new, what is it? Neural, the neural pathway, pathway mm-hmm. that shows you that you can start whenever, which is a hard thing to really truly grasp and do. So I guess I'm next. So I had a gain, but it wasn't something that really deterred me because I have been doing so well with my walking Great. and with my steps. You, As we know, I'm doing a step bet and I'm averaging eight to 10,000 steps a day consistently. And so it really helped me to remind myself that I'm focused on things that are not just the scale because some of it may have been food related, but I really didn't care. Like I was like, you know, this week I'm choosing to be proud of the fact that I am doing intentional movement and I'm making less excuses to not move because in the past I'd be like, I don't have time. The baby needs this, but because I don't want to lose money, I'm like, I need to get up (laughs) and find some time (laughs) to put on, get fit with Rick walking on YouTube, or I need to 
put on, you know, go outside for a 10 minute walk and not requiring it to be a 60 minute walk. So I was really proud of that. So I would say I, I, I deserved a Bravo and I brought it up in the meeting and I got, I got Bravo stickers and I knew Aaron was going to bring out the Bravo. So I was itching to say it and I am not disappointed. So thank Bravo's you. all around. That is awesome. Yes. Do you know, I think even just hearing you say too, that just doing a 10 minute walk, I don't have to do the 60 minute walk. I can do the 10 minute along with the other things, breaking it up throughout the day, yeah. helped you achieve your, your walking goal for this yeah. week and keeping you on your step bed. I think that's awesome. Hey, nothing like wanting to lose 10 pounds. I mean, 10, not 10 pounds. Well, that too, but $10. I don't want to lose the $10 that I could have possibly give to somebody else. So I think you have to use whatever motivates you. So if you know that that's going to keep you moving and and that's, it's, it goes back to faking it till you make it. Like you may not be motivated just intrinsically to move on your own, on its own, just by movement on its own, but knowing that, Hey, there's some money on the line. I'm going to do evidence it. by the 3000 steps I was getting before the step bet, which <laughs> <laughs> shows that money will do it for me. So yeah, there you go. Yeah. But you're being dedicated. And also, you know, something that we've talked about a lot has been uh, consistency as well. You can join us. You can join a step bet. You can be motivated to not to lose money, but you can get in the middle of the step bet and just go, I'm not doing this, whatever. It's just $30 or $40, whatever my entry is, you know, that's for Starbucks, big whoop, you know, Yeah. but you aren't, you're, you're being consistent and you're developing as well. Uh, those neural pathways for yourself too, of I'm getting up and walking. And I have a feeling you probably noticed what I do too, is when I've been doing step bets and I'm done, I'm somehow keeping that activity up from what I was doing before, like how, like, what am I doing different? I don't even know how I'm finding those extra steps, but it's like, it now becomes second, second nature. nature. Yep. How are you, Erin? Awesome. Uh, so busy week for me. And I will say that it was a busy week and one that I wasn't necessarily focused on food per se, because I was traveling Thursday and Friday at a real short, um, real short trip, but I did make food for myself that I could take with me to the plane. So I was really conscious about the, the food that I was taking one from really just my food allergy perspective. You know, it's really hard. It's really hard to travel with food allergies. And I, it's the first time actually since I've suddenly developed them that I've had to travel with it and also rely on other people. And I got to tell you, my anxiety was through the roof because I, it was significant trust that I had to do. Uh, but I made it out alive. And we actually, um, when I we landed the folks that picked us up, we stopped at a grocery store and to grab some quick, like a, like a quick lunch for someone at the salad bar. And I went done. I went and got some dairy free yogurt. I got a little container of blueberries. I got an apple. I went and got one of my, uh, protein bars. So I'd have that right? Um, hard-boiled eggs. So I was able to keep myself fueled. And I also took on the plane, my vacation carrots. <laughs> what? So please explain what are vacation yeah, carrots? My vacation carrots. We talked about a little while. Those are the ones that are cut on the bias. Oh yes. That you yes. can get in the bag. 
but you guys, my vacation carrots fell out of my little snack bag and went all over the floor of the plane. I was so disappointed. I was so disappointed. You did so many amazing things though, Erin. I mean, I feel like it is very easy. I mean, food allergy aside, because you know that you're going to have an aversive reaction to what you have. I think that makes it easier to say, I'm not going to eat out. But at the same time, you could have used it as an excuse to say, I'm going to eat out. I want to do what everyone else is doing. If they're eating here, I want to eat here. And, you know, that it takes a lot of strength to make that decision and make it early on. Yep. And we did eat, I ended up, we did have to eat out together as a team, which was fine. But again, looking through what was on the menu, knowing what I could eat, it was a burger. I didn't actually didn't even get the gluten-free bun. I just did the burger and I did the lettuce, tomato and onion, chopped it all up. You know, I, I ended up getting mayonnaise and ketchup, but I used my fork to dip the mayonnaise. And I know that I didn't even use a full tablespoon of it. Mm -hmm. So I, while I was not tracking, I was definitely tracking in my brain as I was looking at, at what I was doing. Such a good little WW member. I was looking for a Bravo. All I had was some (laughs) lipstick. So I was like, I mean, that doesn't really count. But like, that is so many wins. Like Ricky said, I can't even, I don't even know where to start. Because one of the things that I've noticed, I have friends who have food allergies and different issues. But sometimes they fill themselves up with things that aren't necessarily nutritious, but may meet their food you're like, I want to go and get a nice cup of blueberries and let me get some cucumbers, just little, like, that is major, Erin. Congratulations. Thank you. You should feel proud. I know you do. And you should, like, you deserve all the Bravo stars because travel is hard in and of itself. Yeah. And you know, the other thing too, I mean, a lot of water. So I brought my own water bottle with me and thanks to everybody who weighed in the real WW talk Facebook group to let us know, uh, you know, what you do to keep yourself healthy while you're traveling as well. Have my water bottle. And I love that the airports have water bottle fill stations, which is so great. So you just pop it up underneath of it and fill it with water. So I had this with me to be able to stay hydrated on the plane and, uh, yeah. And, and in case, uh, if, if we're not together on, um, on my personal Facebook page or Instagram, can I just tell you real quick, like the chaos, when I landed in the Minneapolis airport, there are literally, there are cameras, there is chaos. There are people everywhere. I'm like, I have no idea what's going on, but I'm whipping out my phone to record because <laughs> I might accidentally record some news. Right. And turns out, um, SUNY Lee and Grace McCollum, from the Olympic gymnastics team, that's their home base. I arrived right when they arrived going through the airport. Of course you did. I didn't yeah. recognize them at all because they didn't have their hair in a bun and they weren't wearing a leotard. And the whole time I'm, I'm like, I have no idea who these people are. I'm like, I'm just going to put this online. And so, but, and like, but everybody else knew. And I'm like, well, clearly you've all seen them with their hair down and I haven't. <laughs> you recorded history. You sure did. <laughs> and I was like, you get it, girls, get it. Yeah. So, <laughs> hey, you want to know something wild that I just realized? Uh, this is going to make a le- coming up in about another two weeks is going to be eleven years on Weight Watchers for me. WW. Wow. wow. Eleven years straight. That's amazing. I mean, okay. it shows commitment for me. <laughs> I think I I think for me it's probably close to that time. I just can't remember what time of the year I started. I want to say it was probably 
September or like, or maybe even this summer, but I, I think it's been probably around 10, 11 for me as well. Um, Isn't that wild? Well, even just thinking about how long it's been, how much money I've spent over the years, Ricky, you had a really good idea to kind of jump into that thought. Yeah. So this week I was just thinking just because, you know, we've been supporting Candace with her stepdad and, and the line from Candace is always, I'm not giving up my money. I'm not wasting my money. I'm not going to lose my money. And I'm like, well, how is it that we can be, cause I'm the same way. And I'm sure Aaron, you're the same way when you take, do a step at, you're motivated to, to keep your money. We know that with Weight Watchers or WW now that we are going to, once we get to lifetime, be free and not have to pay. So why is it that it's so much harder that we can be on a program for 10 years and know like, hey, if I reached goal five years ago, I could do some calculations and figure out that I could have saved probably uh, maybe a couple thousand dollars. I don't know, something absurd. Uh, But I could have saved so much money if I just kind of gotten it together. And there's a few other, what is it? Wait. So that $5,273.40, is that with five years? That is for, this is for 11 years. Candace is just mad. Look at her face. So I just want to tell you how, when we went to the meeting on Saturday, good old Ricky brings this up when we're leaving and ruins my whole weekend. Because I was so proud of myself. Look, okay. (laughs) I was so proud of myself with the step bet. Like, I'm saving $40. (laughs) And Ricky's like, don't you just think that's just so weird how you care about this 40, but not the the millions of other dollars that you're giving (laughs) WW? And I told her, I said, I don't, I don't, I I wish to leave now. I don't actually (laughs) want to talk to you anymore. I wish to leave now. You were saying that in your head because that is not what I said. I I had a cup of coffee. Talked about my balloon and popped. I was like, "That's that's great, Ricky." But it's so so true. Like that was a mind blowing thought that you know, but I don't think you internalize it. Just becomes something that comes out of your account every month, Mm -hmm. right? It's on autopilot. But when you say if I had just, you know, buckled down and got to goal, I'd be free <laughs> and still able to go to meetings. So I just did some other quick math. And let me just say, words are my priority. Numbers are not my prior- priority. Okay. So if you double check me and my math is wrong, you're probably right. Just putting that out there. <laughs> Candace is actually the math out of all of us. Mm-hmm. But if we do 52 weekends in a year, Right. And thinking about how often we talk about going over our um, our weekly points or we use uh, those extra 49 or whatever it may be for you on the Mm -hmm. weekend. Right. And we go over that means five out of seven days we're on plan with Mm -hmm. WW, which doesn't sound bad. Right. Right. That doesn't sound bad. But that's one hundred and four days. It's 104 days that we're not on plan. And then when you add in officially 11 holidays, but really the day before, the day after, sometimes the week after is also a part of it. I'm not going to count it, but that is 115 days that we are not on plan. And that's approximately a third of the year. And that's not including birthdays, is it? That's not including a birthday. And that's mm. not including the Monday that you have to regroup from what you did over <laughs> the <these>, right? 
So that's a very generous number then. <laughs> that's, so this is the number that's on the low side. This isn't like, this is not include like Candace's birthday month. <laughs> Right. <laughs> exactly. The first through the 31st of this month. That's right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's not counting everybody else's birthday or, you know, mm-hmm. depending on what your faith is, right. You may have a couple weeks at a time. That's a different food, you know, a f- different food difference. So mm-hmm. if, if we are off plan, let's just say generously a third of the time, like that's a big number. What are we doing? Why are we paying <laughs> money to give ourselves permission to not do the thing that we are paying money to do? It's just very nonsensical. Like it's fascinating to me. Like I'm so upset. Okay, sorry. Yeah. yeah. So I wonder if part of it has to do with just the psychological effect of you know, knowing the time again, I, I feel like I go back to this a lot, but with the step that you have a deadline, you know, you have a certain, like, I know that the step that's going to end on the state, but if I think about my weight loss, I could put deadlines on myself, but especially the more weight that a person has to lose, you know, it's not going to take two months, three months. Like if, if I'm trying to lose a hundred plus pounds, it's going to take years or a, a a year, maybe if it's a certain rate, but healthfully, it might be a year and a half, two years. So I think knowing that makes it easier to prolong. What do you guys think? Well, you know, it was interesting, Ricky, I don't know if you would agree and Aaron, if you would agree, but I know when I started WW and actually mine is longer than the 11 years. I started in 2004 when I was in college now, off and on in between those times. But I really honestly believed that it wasn't going to take me very long to get to goal. I really didn't. I heard people say that this is for life and that it can take time to get habits, but I was like, those are not me. I'm going to be the one that loses two pounds every single week until I hit goal and it won't take me that long. I don't know if I really, you know, like, that's why I'm so surprised that I'm still here doing it because I don't, I think I've had to come to that acceptance over time. Mm-hmm. Um, I, yeah. Y- yeah, I agree with that. And the way, so I think when I first started too, it was like, okay, we're going to get down, we're going to get down and this is going to get knocked off. And then I realized, man, there's more to this journey than just dropping 40 or 50 pounds right? There's this whole mind issue that's happening for me. And it was the first time that I'd ever confronted the mind part. And that's why we're still talking about mindset today, right? Mm -hmm. Um, I, the way that I looked at it now over the years, this is the first time, like we've talked about before, like we've been, all of us have been losing weight since we were eight years old. This is the first time that I have ever been consistent in my health, my health journey. So the way that I've looked at that $40 a month is I, I belong to this club. I spend $40 a month and I'm part of this club that gives me support. It gives me encouragement. It gives me accountability. I'm working through years of mental stuff, right? Like I'm coming on 11 years of WW and that doesn't even touch the years 
that got me to the place where I got to WW. So Mm -hmm. I know that I look at that number and it's over $5,000. One that shows me what I could save if I put $40 away. (laughs) (laughs) Like, wow, that's pretty amazing. But I kind of look at this as this is my health therapy. Mm-hmm. And I'm okay. And, I, and I'm not on an expiration date. So I think that's mm-hmm. also part of why I'm at 11 years is because I haven't put an expiration date on this because mm-hmm. I know that I've needed this in my, in my life. And it's the only thing that's ever, that's ever held me accountable. Even though I'm up 15 pounds from, you know, three, four years ago, this is a part of the, my weight journey for my life. And I'm a healthier person today than I was 20 years ago. I think that's a, a great perspective, Erin. I think you, uh, you really hit the nail on the head. Like we are not just here to see a difference on the scale. We're realizing, and I think Weight Watchers have developed over the years in like kind of hammering that into our minds too. It's not just about the number. It's about the mental work because you know, I did do, I started Weight Watchers when I was 16. The first time I, my mom kind of dragged me in there, I lost weight and it was a learning experience, but then I went to college. And as I gained my fresh, for me, it was my freshman year, it was 50 pounds. It was, and it wasn't just from going to the cafeteria and eating what I wanted. It was emotional baggage. Like there were things that I was dealing with being away from home. My grandfather passed away that first year. There were emotional things going on behind there. And when I gained the weight, I it didn't catch up to me in my mind. And that's mental. Like that's all things that I needed to work on and continue to struggle with. But I think the times that I have gained weight and not seen it, it's because I'd never appreciated or valued myself when I did lose the weight in the first place. Yeah. And I think for me, my challenge was that for the the reason why my journey, I feel, has been so long is that it's been more recently, honestly, since the three of us started talking in the parking lot, that I was focused more on the, the holistic part of the journey. Because for me, the perfectionist and the one who was trying to control the numbers, I think I've shared, I got very dangerous. I was able to get the numbers to go where I wanted to, but it wasn't sustainable. So I was not embracing the healthy habits and the mind change. I was embracing, I am going to control the scale by over-exercising, by all the different things that I did that really set me back because then I lost it and then I put it back on and then I had to come to grips with that. So I do agree with you, Aaron, that the money has been, when you think about it, there, there's a whole journey that's behind that number. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and it's coming to the acceptance that whether or not my prayers that I hit lifetime and that I do it sooner rather than later, um, because I really just would prefer like to not give them, I'd, I'd prefer to do WW free. That's why they, they have the free option, but I want to make sure that I'm doing it in a way that will get me through this life because the whole point is to extend your life and to give you longevity and to give you health in the years. So it's, it's, it's hard though. When you, when you, when you do see it though, it's very humbling. Yeah. Would you say that the cost has been worth it? Yes. I would agree too. I think 
when I think about it that way, um, the accountability partners I've made over the years, the friendships that have come through it, but I, um, really importantly, the the mental work that I'm doing, it, it really is like therapy. <laughs> like, it's a cheaper version of therapy um, to, to do that for $40 a month, to be able to just be able to talk freely and ha- be around people who understand. And you don't even want to kind of go into, there's another number we could calculate that would probably be so much higher, which is the money we've spent on overeating and on eating out and going outside of the parameters, you know, that mm-hmm. probably, that's a number. I don't, let's not do that calculation. No, okay. no. I don't I even see your calculation for the cupcake place. <laughs> look, I should own stock. Okay. I should own a piece. I should be like, look, I am your biggest fan. You know, please <laughs> just give me free cupcakes for the rest of my life. <laughs> so, but th- that number is something that I do know could be, it could have been even higher if I wasn't even trying to mm-hmm. reel this in. So, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. And the um, food that's that's wasted in those times that we eat out too. Like how many times have we had produce that's gone bad or things that we intended to eat that um, just went bad because we were eating out. So that's lost too. Somebody made a meme that cracked me up. Of course, I got to find it. And if I find it, I'll post it in our Facebook group where it said, you know, I have to go to the store today to figure out what produce I'm going to let, I need to purchase to let go bad in my fridge so that I can throw it out two weeks from now and give myself insane guilt. I was like, yes. And they were like, this week, let's do spinach. (laughs) I was going to say, bag of baby carrots and a bag of spring vegetable or spring lettuce Mm -hmm. mix. Easy, easy. (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> it's always the mixes, spring mix, you know, with all the different lettuce that you're like the purple one. There's the purple lettuce, there's the iceberg, there's the romaine. Yeah. I wish I was the same person on Wednesday as I was on Saturday when I bought those fruits and vegetables, right? Like mm-hmm. I have, like, I'm so motivated and I have so much hope. And then I get to Wednesday, I'm like, who bought this? I bought this? Me? For real? I don't want that. <laughs> What was she thinking? What was that Aaron three days ago thinking? <laughs> so what did you feel with the numbers? I mean, I know we said that we felt it was worth it and we understand, but do you find that knowing and doing the exercise and having the bubble burst from Ricky um, that she did to us? I mean, do you feel that it has, does it change how you view your current journey or do you feel like they're, it's making you or encouraging you to do certain habits? Is there any action step? For me, I don't think it changes anything, but it is still that awareness of, I don't want to waste time. Mm -hmm. Uh, Especially now we've all said this, we're different people now than we were than when we started. Right. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there's something for me about crossing this, this threshold of 40 that is making me think differently about things. You guys, I went for a walk with the bestie on Sunday morning. We did four miles. It was wonderful to be out walking, but we had a bicycle rider that was coming down behind us and he called out to us so that he wouldn't run us over. I looked over my shoulder and somehow looking over my shoulder, I pulled a muscle under my shoulder blade. (laughs) Ouch. What in the world? (laughs) Falling apart. Literally. People always say like, you know, you fall apart after it's true. You do fall apart after 40. I literally turned my head and pulled a muscle in my shoulder blade. Like I don't understand this. 
You got to oh, come up with a better story, Aaron. If you're going to claim yes. it, it has yes. to be that you were saving a baby mm-hmm. or getting a cat out of the tree. She's I like, I was literally just a mountain. in my head. <laughs> right? I'm like, I'm crippled. I'm sitting on my chair. I've got a heating pad. I've taken Advil. I'm like, this is so sad. This is sad. <laughs> People are competing in the Olympics with worse injuries. And I'm laid out because I looked over my shoulder. <laughs> no, it's your 47-year-old gymnast you told us about. <laughs> you can't even really blame being 40 because she was right. 47 doing back handsprings and flips. Right. <laughs> Just, you know, getting exercises named after her. That's all. <laughs> but it does. I mean, it does make me think think differently and think, you know, more seriously. Uh, And even just the changes in a, in a woman and her physicality and calcium, how important it is to have bone density and having muscles, right? Like those start to naturally lose as we get older. And Mm -hmm. I, I just, I want to be, I want to be healthy as I get older. I really do. So I think for me, a part of this journey is still, the weight is still obviously really important, but now it's really this health focus of what do I want to be at 50? Um, Mm. I I think that's, I think that's really important. When I was coming into this, I'm like, I just wanted to be skinny. I wanted to be skinny and happy. And I did get skinny and I did get happy. I'm happy now. I'm way ha- I'm the same amount of happy that I was when I once I started doing the mental work, but I'm not as skinny as I was. <laughs> it is what it but that is what it is though because I've I've lived. I've had quite a life this these past 2 years and dealt with depression. So, I'm not going to beat myself up over that. I'm going to continue to use the tools. I'll use the resources, but I am looking ahead going, okay, your girl needs to start like lift in weights, which she is, which she is. Well, how great is it though, that the plan is evolving right along with, because I will say I, I was one who was a little hesitant, but I do appreciate the WW is restructuring or has restructured their program to be more holistic and more focused on overall wellness. And not just, obviously, if you're going to, to meetings and you're at home, you're still weighing in, but Mm -hmm adding active, adding the strength training, adding the meditation, adding the meeting topics that are about things that are like joy and not just food. And, you know, those things are playing into what your focus is too. Right. And all of our focus. Mm -hmm. WW is literally giving us every single tool that we need to succeed. Mm -hmm. It's up to us to take advantage of the tools that are provided. Yeah. And and that's where the mindset piece comes in. If our mindset isn't right, none of these tools are going to work and it's not the tools fault. That's an us fault. That's a me that's a me fault. And I you know I got to say that plainly and honestly. It's la, not, la, 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 right. <laughs> <laughs> Don't play me. No, but it's true. It's very yeah. true. And it's there's no day. Yeah. And there's no day to do it. I I have Trust me, hear me, anyone listening. I have tried every single day of the week (laughs) to make a fresh start. (laughs) I promise it's not the day. It's not the new year. It's not the weekend. It's not a Monday. It is whenever you decide. Ricky just said it for last week. She Mm -hmm. said, you know what? I saw a number that did not make me happy. I made Mm -hmm. a decision and that was it. 
the tools are here. Yeah. They're five thousand dollars worth of tools that we've had. <laughs> Why don't we just use years. them? Why don't we just use yeah. them? You know. I think that um, just to answer your question too, Candice, I think I I agree with Erin. I don't know that it changes anything as far as like I'm not going to do anything drastic, but I am going to have uh, the intention to have more awareness of each moment um, and how you know how long have I I've been doing this and how many times have I said okay I'm going to do it this year this is the year and then a year passes and I'm at the same weight. I, what can I do right now? So that that whole Aaron said, you say this all the time, future Aaron. So future Ricky in a year, I want to be proud of the steps that I made. Not that I'm saying I have to be in a certain place by a certain time, but if I'm doing all the work, I'm using the $5,000 or the tools. I'm being honest. As you guys were saying, I think the honest piece of it is key. If I have a slip, I'm turning around, I'm fixing it in the moment. And I'm moving forward. I'm not, you know, continuing to stay in a place where I'm making the same choices over and over again and wasting time. I'll tell you, I'll tell you. Oh, go ahead. You go, Candace. No, I was just saying, as somebody who's been on the journey with you all for a good amount of time, maybe not the whole 11 years, because sometimes I was hiding, but I will tell you that I really am proud of the mental growth that I've seen in all of us. Mm-hmm. And if whether or not the scale reflects it, I think that is something, there's something to be said for the fact that we're here right now. We continue to fight. We st- continue to see the power and the value in fighting for mm-hmm. what we deserve, you know? So just, just, you know, we could be negative about it and I know we're not, but Mm-mm. I just wanted you all to know that I see it. I see the mental growth in myself I, and you. I agree. I agree. And to mm-hmm. me, that's what makes it worth the $40 a month. I'm willing to pay that uh, to keep going on it. What I was going to say is that uh, discipline, I lack discipline. And that's really what it comes down to is having discipline on the program and uh, believing that I'm believing that I can do it. You know, when you, when you've been fighting for this thing so long, but you've never seen the thing that you're trying to achieve, you you get lost in the forest. Sometimes you you see other people around you who are succeeding. And for some reason, I trick myself and go, okay, well, that's just them. That's not me. But then you start, I don't know about you guys. Like when you start to move into a place where you've never been before, it's like, I have not seen this. And Mm -hmm. there's a part where I've done this before where I get there and I sabotage myself because I'm like, like I can't maintain this thing or like this number feels too scary. Um, it doesn't I, feel like it's you. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Like, but this is you. Mm-hmm. This is you. You can be under 200 pounds. You could, whoever you, you could be under 300 pounds, right? This is you. And this is who you are becoming. And you need to step into that person that you want to be. You can be that person yeah. and you, and you got to own it. Got to own it. I don't know why the Hugh Jackman song or from whatever that <laughs> musical, is this is me is like Jackman. playing in my mind. The whole time you we were talking, I was like, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> Uh, okay. Do we have a question real quick from one of our, uh, do you have time ladies for a question from one of our, our Instagram followers? Uh, cause we wanted to add a question from someone at the end of it. 
Uh, this is a question, Ricky, you actually had mentioned this uh, a couple minutes ago about the friends that you have made in WW. Mm-hmm. And there is this transition that happens when you go through weight loss, and that is friends, friends coming and friends going. And so the question uh, this person had on Instagram was, how do I navigate my friendships while I'm on plan? And I thought that's a really great question. It's not something that you think about yeah. when you start to lose weight, but you realize you start to change. You guys any have any thoughts on that? Well, I do. Um, it's something that I've noticed, not just in with weight loss or with when you're on plan, but also when you have children, when you go through other big life changes, not everybody can go along with you on the journey. And that can be hurtful. That can be hard. It can be hard to make adjustments for yourself and know that not everybody is able to, to, to accept that because they're used to you being a certain way. Um, so I would just say that have grace with yourself, make sure that your priorities are your priorities. Like that's what I had to do was say, I understand that you can't follow me along here. You still wish me well, but we're just not aligned right now, you know, and, having to be okay with that. Cause there's a grief that I felt cause I'm one who tries to hold on to friendships and like, it's okay. If we, what can I do to make you feel better? And sometimes there's nothing you can do. They, the the mm-hmm. person may be just used to you being a certain way and may not be ready to adapt. And then you will find mm-hmm. those who will adapt with you as long as you're being willing to say what you need. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it just applies to any area in your life, you know, mm-hmm. that you make a change that a person is used to you being a certain way. You have mm-hmm. to be intentional about who you are and what you're willing to, you know, and, and know that not everybody is going to be okay with that. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. So I was searching over here because uh, Jennifer, one of our um, local members and member of our group um, on Facebook shared a quote that uh, Coach Tony on Connect, Coach Tony W shared, and it says, don't tell me I've changed when in reality I've stopped living your way. So it's, you know, I thought that was a really good quote and it came to my mind. That's why I wanted to find it um, to add it to what you're saying, Candice, because, you know, we all should be growing and changing. So if there's someone who's not growing and changing in the same way, it's not that I'm necessarily becoming a different person. I'm just developing and strengthening muscles (laughs) that make me a a stronger person. But um, I think sometimes with friendships, learning that it's okay to say no and that it's okay to put yourself first in that way. You know, if a friend only wants to meet at places where you can't find things that are healthy to eat, or you can't, you know, you know that you might sabotage yourself with this friend because they're, or they might sabotage you with wanting you to have multiple drinks or whatever it is. If you know that you need to say no, and that ends up kind of severing things. I think it's okay to kind of just move forward and say, I'm doing this for me and that's okay. And we're going in separate directions, but I have to do what makes me stronger. I was thinking that um, when we create change in ourselves, it does create change in someone else. And the thing is, is that we're ready to make the change. We've, we've been thinking about it and we're moving on it, but our change often comes as a surprise to someone else and they haven't had the chance to think about it the way we have. And they feel forced sometimes by our change. 
And so I try to remember some of the, the grace towards that other person, but also the gentleness though for myself and, and the drive of this is this is what I want and and proceeding in that. And like you were saying, Candace, is know, knowing what you want and continue to go down that path. I think all of us have discovered that we've made friendships on the WW journey and they've become lifelong friendships like, like us. Um, there may be some people who do fall away because you realize that your friendship is based around food. That's the hard part is when you discover that a friendship is based around food and actually not around a relationship. And if it is based around the relationship, they'll, they will be willing at some point to walk with you somewhere and even literally walk with you. That's one of the things that I started doing was, Hey, you know what? I don't really feel like getting together for dinner. Would you mind? What if it went for like a walk this evening around pick the name of a lake or a park or something like that? Do you feel like doing that? And I've learned that uh, I've started to change some of my relationships and it's a great way to be able to kind of help accomplish some of my goals, spend time with that person, but also just do it in a completely different atmosphere. That's one way that I started pivoting relationships. And even for those of us in the WW meeting room, instead of us going out to dinner or going out for drinks, which we might still do on occasion, we get out and we go for walks with one another and we have just as good conversation doing that as something else. But that would be my encouragement is remember that you've been thinking about this change and you're dedicated to it. This other person, it's a surprise to them and they feel like they have to change with you and they have to adapt to it. And and the only other thing I'd like to add to that and then is Mm -hmm. jealousy and envy is real. Yes. Okay. And just, that's just factual. Um, It's a part of the human condition sometimes. And sometimes when you're changing, it can put a spotlight on what they feel they have not changed or are unwilling to confront their own insecurities. Right. Mm-hmm. And we're you not are, judging. They think we're judging and we're not. And you're like, I'm not even on your plate. I don't care. Mm-hmm. I'm literally just saying that I don't want to do that. And that's why you do ultimately have to be able to be okay. Me speaking to myself with grieving yep. the friendship if it has to leave because it, it there is grief. There's grief, especially when you maybe have shared a long period of time with the person and you did surround it around food and they're unwilling to change that, having to let it go if it is, like you said, Aaron, if it's no longer serving you and not wishing them any ill, but you have to do, you have to put yourself and your needs above that and above the friendship, you know, like, and and not in a negative way, just in terms, this is what I need for my life right now. Mm -hmm. It's a boundary. Boundaries are hard. Yep. Boundaries are hard things, but the more that you create that boundary and you can even, you can invite them into it. And that's the thing to me is finding the ways to be able to invite people in, but they're just as, they can say no, just like you can. And mm-hmm. if they choose to say no, then you have to let them say no. And honestly, it might be for the best mm-hmm. depending <laughs> on who or what it, who or what it is. So Hope we helped answer some kind of question there for you on that. Hopefully. <laughs> give you some give you some thoughts. But if not, send them an invite. Say, let's go for a walk and see what they say. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, ladies, that wraps it up for us today. That's it. Have a great week. 
That's it. Yeah. Have a great week. You can catch us throughout <laughs> the week on the Real WW Talk Facebook group, YouTube, and Instagram. Just search Real WW Talk wherever you are, and uh, we'll catch you there. Thanks so much. Bye. 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 Bye.